All right, guys, special interview time here on Below the Belt Show. I'm here with an amazing actor. His second time on Below the Belt Show, we had to bring him back because he's got a lot of cool projects in the works. Uh, one in particular, Soldados o Zombies, <laughs> coming out on Amazon on August 6th, and so much more. The one and only James Moses Black. Uh, wow. Thanks for... We're coming back here on Below the man, Belt show. Hey, listen, man, that was a great uh, introduction, brother. Can, can you can you do that for my mom? Let her know who I am. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're certainly worthy of such a good uh, introduction, James. I, I mean, first it, of man. all, Thanks let's talk. A, let's talk a little bit about this amazing project you got going on called. Soldados o Zombies, and based on the trailer, wondering if you had to learn some Espanol to be prepared well, for the role. Well, I know some Espanol, uh, and when we went to, we shot it in Durango, Mexico, first of all, ah. and uh, and then we shot it also in uh, Mexico City, and I stayed in Palermo, Palermo in Mexico City, and uh I, I was, uh, Vico Ortiz is a co-star on the show, and she knew a lot more Spanish than I did, especially when we got lost. So I could I could put together some Espanol, but she, she covered it all. So yeah, to answer your question, I had to learn a little bit more. Like, no more mezcal. No, I don't want any cocaine. Uh, <laughs> Are you sure you should be saying CC to both of those things? <laughs> But your character of Colonel Murdoch, um, does he primarily speak English, or does he does he speak yes, French? Yes, primarily speaks. Yeah, because uh, the so the show is based upon this, and I, I won't give it totally away, but I, I'm going to say repeat with uh, one of the directors that uh, the show is basically about a, a cartel guy who escapes from this max prison, mm-hmm. and the U.S. government is in charge of getting him back into custody. And there comes the zombies. So it's actually an experiment. They're not like Night of the Living Dead or The Walking Dead. These are like some highly sophisticated zombies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're not like, rrr, rrr. they're like, track <laughs> you down, run after you. Oh, yeah. Shoot. All that stuff. So they're like high, highly sophisticated. I told someone the other day, I said, I, I compare it to like a, 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 a thriller, a zombie thriller horror flick. It's not really horror because it has like, some 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 good some good premise to it but it is action-packed for a zombie it's not like you know sharknado action-packed you know let me turn it off (laughs) (laughs) well would it be more like zombie land because they had some fast mfers zombies in that in that film yeah yeah powerful and and smart what's the one will smith did it's sort of like that but they don't look totally like him uh, like the zombie that was on Will Smith when he did uh, the show where he was like the last dude on earth. Oh and, yeah, I'm trying to call that he, one. Yeah. He had the dog. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, but it's something like that. They're like highly sophisticated. So I get the notion to try to use them as soldiers, and that's mm. where the name soldiers or zombies comes from. That thank you for that explanation because for those of the people that saw the trailer, they probably want to know a little bit more. If they don't speak Spanish, they're probably even more effing confused. So, right, right, right. <laughs> right. For, uh, yeah. So, that's a very, very good point because, yeah, and I, I'm a Walking Dead fan. Those slow ass zombies have nothing compared yeah. 
to Man. the zombies in Soldados of Zombies. That's for sure. Listen, listen, listen. If a slow zombie catch me, it's my fault. Yeah. If one of these zombies catch me, it's my fault. You know what I'm saying? Because I <laughs> underestimated them. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah. I also saw in the trailer that that the zombies can also be animals. Right. So that's that, that's that was different the experimentation. as well. That was the experimentation. experimentation. Wow. Right. 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 Wow. That that's definitely some. Crazy, crazy, um, crazy aspects. Stuff. Then, and then, of course, it's in Spanish. So, um, if someone's like trying to attack you, uh, and people are trying to talk to you in Spanish, you don't understand what the f is going on. Then that's more confusion. That makes it even more scarier. But nonetheless, your character does right. understand Spanish, so I'm sure you're taking direction pretty well in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, <laughs> and and I use English in half of my conventions. You know, I'm that straight general who just yeah. knows English. You know, he's like, he's that straightforward dude who is just mm-hmm. about blowing stuff up, hurting people, and then saying, thank you. You know, that's, that's <laughs> my, that Murdoch is. Nice. How did you like shooting on location for that in Mexico? I loved it, man. I loved it, man. Uh, quick story. Uh, <clears throat> Vico Ortiz, she's, uh, she plays my sergeant in the movie. Uh, she, she decided to take us on a journey to a city called the City of God, which mm. I didn't know was like 50 miles away from Durango. Oh wow! Anyway, anyway, she is uh, non-binary, and I'm black. And okay. It's the first time they've seen either one of them in this town. <laughs> 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 you know, and I'm like, hey, I think I don't think this is a good idea right here, man. You know? And uh, she, like, like she spoke. She she spoke a lot of Spanish, but the, the the story is we make it down to this mezcal farm, man, and it's owned by this ex-cartel dude. Right. And and uh, and and, and I, you know, X cartel, there's nothing there's nothing I've seen called o- X. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've seen our Ozark and it gets a little nuts with those cartels. Yeah, yeah. But he ended up like, like your head being blown a, off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, he ended up being a really good friend. I mean okay. and he was making mezcal and we were drinking it right out of the well, man. Like holy smokes. Yeah, and then somebody got the brainiac ideal to infuse it with weed. And then after that, I don't know what else happened. I don't, <laughs> no, no. Did you make did you make it to set the next day? I made it back to set. <laughs> and, 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 and look, look, uh, Al, they was waiting for me like this. James, I don't think that's a good idea. I was like, ah, tell me about it in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. That that sounds like a lot of fun. So you had, oh, it was you know, fun. it was work with mixed with some pleasure, but all in right. all, based on the trailer from what I saw, it it looked amazing. And I guess, I guess you should urge that American audiences shouldn't be intimidated by the subtitles, right? No, because, no, not at all. Yeah, you know, um, not at all. And you can have an appreciation and understanding of the series without necessarily needing to speak Espanol, right? Right, right. It does. It does have subtitles it's in English, and then the other subtitles are in Spanish. So uh, it, it's you could watch it and not be confused, right? You could watch the the show and not be confused, because even even when we were again on the Spanish speaking parts, I had nothing to do with those parts directly. Okay. All my parts were with arguing with Toby Schmitz, who was from Black Sales. He's on the show. Nice. Uh, and and Vico and uh, Sergio, who's also you know Sergio, he's the he's called the bull on Snowfall. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. He's on the show as well. He's on the show as well. So 
most of my parts were like in English, but then with, when the translation happened, we translated it for the zombies. Yeah, you know, I don't think zombies have a particular language except. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if the Spanish zombies speak. Uh, they have different sounds and and yeah. um, accents on the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's some funny stuff, man. I love that stuff. Um, well, so yes, I'm a fan of the zombie genre. I saw that you have seven episodes of this. Yes, seven out, seven out of eight, and uh, eight. all eight are going to be airing in 204 countries. Uh, they had they interviewed them on um, what's the big Comic Con, but you know Comic Con was all virtual this year. Virtual Comic Con at home, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they they interviewed the uh, director and producer, showrunner for it. Uh, Nico, uh, Intel, and like I said, it's going to be in like 204 countries, eight episodes. We're waiting to see what the numbers look back to see if we have another season. But oh, wow. 204 countries, man, that's that's a lot, man. I'm sure you'd love to go down for uh, more work and mezcal. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yep, yeah, yep, absolutely. Yep. absolutely. So everyone needs to watch it. So based on the trailer, I think it's amazing. I, I just the effects, the acting. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the the cinematography looks real dope. So, mm-hmm. um, and how would this be? I mean, I know that the, the zombies are a little stronger, but uh, what would make this zombie series a little different than other zombie lore out there? Would you say, other than the fact well, it's in Spanish? Right. Well, you think about you know you think about zombies and the the bad rap that zombies are slower now. They're slow. They're mm-hmm. half dead. Whatever. They're slow, right? But the the intelligence factor on these zombies is up there. I mean, they're, they're they're highly intelligent, and then they learn. There's they're ex-soldiers, believe it or not. They're soldiers, right? That get this injection. So so the difference is is that they keep that mind of a soldier as a zombie. Mm. They still right. have some of their cognitive right, uh, right memory going on of being a soldier, and yeah. And it's amped up, yes. Okay, very cool. Very, very, it's like, very it's cool. Like, it's, like, it's like Bad Boys meets, like, uh, Walking Dead. So just imagine The Walking Dead, but the Bad Boys. Like, all the explosions and the cars and the, everything being ripped apart. And then you put a little bit of Narcos in it, and then that's it. That's what Wow. And we're talking a lot of uh, CG effects, practical effects, mm-hmm. mix of both. Uh, I I think I think uh, a, a mix of both. I think a mix of both. I'd say more forty percent of CGI. You know okay. what I mean? Because of the explosions and and all that other stuff. But when you look at it, you can't really tell. I mean, CGI has gotten so advanced now. Heck it's, yeah. it, unless you watch F nine and then you like that that that, that, that car <laughs> ain't really go off the cliff. Like, come on, man. You know. <laughs> Yeah, so. <laughs> building the building space, yeah, you know, yeah. just, space, <laughs> gets, you know, like it just oh, gets God. a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's one. Go ahead. But no, no, sorry, that's one project. But uh, we can go into Queen Queenpins now because that's another movie that's getting a lot of buzz there, James. I yeah. mean, you got Kristen Bell, you got Kirby Hal Baptiste. Yeah, I mean, you got Joel McHale. You got an uh, incredible cast, and you're playing James an attorney. Bond. It's Bond, yeah. yes. It's my man, dude. He's a he's a great dude, man. A great guy. I mean, Joe McHale was good. Kristen Bell was so sweet. Everybody was everybody's really cool, man. Uh, yeah, I play her defense attorney. Because we know they're uh, getting in a lot of trouble. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's it in the trailer. Cool. 
they uh, they let me do a uh, it, well. The, the, it's about two women who take advantage of a loophole. In, in in the coupon business, and yes. they become, you know what I'm saying? They t- they take advantage. Of it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I play her defense attorney, and and actually the second scene, they let me improv the whole entire scene. Cool. So it was funny, man. People were coming. Like Vince Vaughn came up to me, and 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 Danny, and they like, hey James, man, are you like a lawyer on the side? I was like, no, bro, I just slept on a Holiday Inn Express. What are you talking about? You know. So that type of that type what? of you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they thought I was an actual lawyer. I'm like, no. Oh, no, cool. No, no, no. Yeah. Good project though. Have you played a lawyer before this project though? No, man. Yeah, I've never I played a lawyer. I think you had. Mm-hmm. So they played cops and you know bad guys, but yeah, I guess this is the first uh, attorney. Yeah, this is the first attorney, man. I recently played a uh, a. Uh, on Liza on demand, it's just a show on YouTube Red. Yes, I see that. Li- yeah, Liza Koshy. I, I recently played. It doesn't air till September, but uh, I recently played a dude who was obsessed with uh, One Direction. And they had to convince me to do this project. I was yeah. like, I don't, you know, you know, but after that I did you gotta it, listen to their music, you got to know the lyrics of their songs. Yeah. Or, or, and, and after I did it, because Liza was really, she was really sweet and nice. After I did it, I had a lot of fun. So that's my comedy for the year right there, man. So I actually checked out a little bit of the pilot of Liza on demand. It seems like a lot of mm-hmm. fun. Um, just, just pure comedy. Yeah. Some pure good, comedy. Um, and some good um, adult language thrown in, you know. Yes, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, the absolutely. pilot had the the the, the bratty um, Uber client sitting in the back uh-huh. being, uh, and um, yeah, no, it definitely made me want to watch more. And uh, of course, we have to look forward to your episode coming up in September. Yes, so that that shows uh, that show's been on a minute, right? Uh, the yeah, it's been on end. three years, and now they're thinking yeah. uh, you two let it go. So I think they're they're planning on making a move on that show to a different uh, streaming service or network. So. They're hoping that happens. Well, I think uh, if they they should follow what Cobra Kai did. Uh, Cobra yeah. Kai was on YouTube, and now it's on uh, uh, Netflix, and then found Netflix. some amazing success, and it's nominated for an Emmy. So sometimes yeah. you just have to get off the get on the right platform to be recognized. Right. And I think Absolutely. Eyes on Demand could be one of those, but um, but do quick going back quickly to the Queen Pins. Though, it just it just the trailer looked uh, really. Really good. Um, I mean, you got a great cast in there. Um, um, how was it like working with Kristen as a scene partner? Since you're um, the, the it, was, it was it was fantastic. I mean, you know, when you come to when you come to sets and people understand that you didn't get hired for any reason. You're just you're not just a picking off the street. I think right. there's a mutual respect. You know, what yes. I mean? there's a mutual respect. Are you referring to you background have... actors? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. No. Listen, I ain't got nothing against them, but boy, do I don't want to be with them. Tell me, tell me about it. Tell me about it. I like to hear this. As someone who's done a lot of background work in the past. You know, the background actors, if they get their shot, it's an explosion. It ain't just like a shot. It's it's an explosion. (laughs) So you got to pull it back. You're like, man, come on back a little bit. Come on back to Earth. You know, you didn't. (laughs) You shot out to Jupiter for some strange reason. But I can, I can always tell uh, because they're just excited, you know, to get on camera, man. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's just the excitement <laughs> of getting on camera, man, you know. That's all it is. And then you get a couple of them who just go mm-hmm. cuckoo, you know. I mean, people, you know, it's, it, 
you could be an actor, extra, whatever you are, man. You know, you get you get excited. It's like ain't no stopping you, right? If you get excited, and mm-hmm. you never like I, I remember one time I was in the elevator with uh, Stevie Wonder. Yeah. And my boy was working and he said he's looking at me going like this. And I was like, what? It's Stevie Wonder. And so I was gonna say, like, Stevie's right here, right? right I was right, gonna right. say this. Look, I was gonna say Hi. He can't see you. He can't see, <laughs> he can't see you, Jay. You it's doing? like sticking out your hand for a hand for a handshake when you when you yeah, meet him. Yeah, like, what, you, like, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? Hand. Bro, he turned to his left and looked at me. I didn't even say hi, and I'm telling you, I farted because it was what? just. So- <laughs> I was like, he looked. He said he just looked at me, and I was like, was oh cold. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know his he might not be able to see, but his sense of smell is intact. His senses are crazy. His sense of smell. His he knows his senses are crazy. He looked at me like I mean, you know he was in my pocket or something. I was like, man. You know. And then my boy is like, he didn't look at you, he just turned towards you. I said, he looked at me. Question. Did, in earlier careers, since you mentioned background actors, did you uh, were you appointed a career early on that you started with background work, or were you one of those lucky actors that just got into principal work right away? Well, no, I never started with background work, but I don't consider myself lucky after twenty years. Uh, I, you know, somebody said to me, "Man, how long how long have you been around? You you must have just came around." I was like, "Dude, I've been around for like twenty years, man." And mm-hmm. it's you know, yeah, so. Uh, it was it was a matter of connections with people for me. So when Good. I came out from uh, ACT, I connected with somebody who was in L.A. Next thing you know, when, when I got here, I got an agent and then I kind of moved around that agency and then got theatrical. So it didn't take that long, but the learning curve was long. You know, I booked yeah. something right off top. But, you know, it, it was it, it was just random in the beginning. It wasn't anything that was consistent. What would you attribute to your longevity in the career for working for 20 years? Uh, meeting Robert Guillaume, which I took his spot on Alex Half-Life, uh, and him telling me to not be a buffoon. Okay, and, that's good advice. Yeah, dude, as he, said, he said, James, whatever you do, com- make your comedy. If you're going to do comedy, make it smart. You know, because a lot of actors who've done comedy, I mean, you know, Will Smith started off in comedy. Fresh but Prince. After, yeah, after after Fresh Prince, you know, he did Hutch or Hitch or whatever his name is. And and maybe he did one more. I think I think uh, Wild Wild West was a comedy, too. So it don't matter. But yeah, uh, but he didn't stay in comedy. Right. Because there's something that clips your wings. You know, if you're not on the top, they just want you to be comedic all the time. And I think the thing That's that I point. did was I branched out. I made sure that I, you know, okay, I did my cop stuff, and then I started branching out to other areas, doctors, lawyers, whatever, whatever I did, I just made sure that it was mainstream a little bit, mm-hmm. and not such a uh, a target market, like like specifically comedy, you know what I mean? Because it, it just wasn't my thing, and I just didn't want to do it. Right, I can right. do it, though. I can do it, though. 
But, but I mean, looking at I mean, looking at your current resume and where you're going with Queen Pins and and Soldados and Lies on Demand and Black and Blue and Snowfall, they're all very very different projects. So, um, right. the the fact that you're able to bring these characters to life from completely different genres speaks volumes, man. So, uh, yeah. kudos to you, my man, for uh, being able to 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 do all the different genres because that just you need you need to be a good actor to do all that stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah, and you you got to bring your temperament. It's your temperament. You can only be what is stored inside of you and use it. You know, you can't yeah. try to be someone else or something else. You can just use what's given, what's what God gave you, and your temperament to bring those people to life. You know what I mean? Because I told someone uh, before Al, I said, "Man, listen." They said, "Well, what?" They asked me, "What would the character do?" I said, "Listen, for all practical purpose, the character's not alive." How do you bring, tell me what a person that doesn't exist mm-hmm. will do? It's all about you. It's all about what you do in this circumstance and make us believe it's for real. You can't bring a person that's imaginary and say, what will they do? They yeah. don't exist. <laughs> Very good point. Very good point. Um, let's move on to Snowfall. Uh, you got yeah, yeah. two episodes as Brother Jamal. Tell us about uh mm-hmm. Uh, landing the role of that and a very powerful show. I have friends that have watched every episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I intend to watch it just based on watching your episode and seeing as the radio host, Brother Jamal. Uh, tell us about working on that set. I loved it. I I had auditioned years ago when it first started. And I think I auditioned the week that John Singleton died. And it was nobody was in that frame of mind, you know, to right. not only get people in the room, but nobody was really, I don't really think they were thinking about. And then when I watched the guy who did the thing, it was just a clip like that. So I was glad I didn't do that. But uh, my character on, on the show interviewed the woman that was being targeted by the, uh, by one of the main characters who's part of the U S government. Mm-hmm. Was supplying the drugs and stuff. So right. Jamal interviewed her, and then he interviewed the dude Kevin. Kevin, I forgot Kevin's last name. Uh, he plays uh, the the British kid's dad, and he interviewed him, and then he ended up he, he ended up dead, or we think he's dead. So I think Jamal can talk about. I I, I talked to the director Carl. I was like, man, I think you you should bring Jamal back to narrate what's going on with the whole government and the drugs and everything like that. Because that's what his show did was his show was responsible for the conscience of the community. Right. Jamal. Right. So if you had him on it, just explaining the, the, what was going on in each phase, I thought that would be a good idea. But again, I'm not in charge. So, you know, see what happens. See what happens and bring the brother back for season five. Bring the brother back, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, the friends that that watch the show, just saying it's one of just those amazing shows that you have to watch that, you know, it's under the radar as far as like the awards, you know, like, but it's, it's a powerful, powerful drama. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's, uh, you know, one of those things and that I've been told that it, it, is a good way of describing uh, snowfall. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's similar to what Atlanta did, like Atlanta and Danny, uh, Donald Glover, when he mm-hmm. awards, it's similar to that, man. I, I think it's just, it's coming from a different angle. So I don't know if people are willing to give it the same acknowledgement as they gave Donald mm-hmm. Glover show Atlanta. 
Uh, yeah. So that's the whole thing, you know? Yeah. Because Atlanta is a great show, too. So. Yeah. yeah. Have you uh, read for that one? Yeah, I just finished the reading for it, man. The, Did it you? Old school. Yeah, old school rapper, man. But, you know, what? when they say old school rappers, it's a you can go get an old school rapper. You know what I mean? To, to play the part. So, But I killed it. But, you know, all you can do is kill your audition. That's all you can do. Right. And then you send it do in. Do you have experience it. as a rapper? No, I have experience as a DJ. Oh, very cool. Okay. okay. Which was which made the brother Jamal thing work even more. That worked. Know? So yeah. was it was it yeah. a very challenging to kind of just throw out? I mean, I don't know if you had to do any freestyle or whatever as a rapper. But... No, no, oh, no, no. <laughs> but you know, I was all I was all in it though, because you know you see old school guys and you see how they look. They got the hat. They got the hoodie. Right. You know, they sitting back. You know, they. It's like it, it's like Rick Ross is really an old school rapper. Right. right. You take off the, the, the B glasses. You, yeah, he old school dude. It's like watching Russell Simmons, right? Yes. That's what that's 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 who it is, right? <laughs> so uh Russell was, Simmons, yes. Yeah. Uh, I saw him yeah. at uh Craig's in LA a couple of years ago. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've been man. I don't know cool places, man. So um so you gotta be excited because now that the pandemic is hopefully in the rear view, productions are starting to uh come back again um were you concerned at all during 2020 that it would be a tough year because it was for a lot of actors um when productions had, <laughs> had been on pause yeah it was kind of a tough tough year uh and it, it was a tough year i said if i did a movie it was going to go straight to uh audio <laughs> you know what i'm saying it was, <laughs> it was gonna make it into an audio book you know what i'm saying because ain't nobody <laughs> going to no theaters Right, but but, uh, I do I do voiceovers also, so the the voiceover world kept me busy. Yeah, and and you can do it from home. Mm -hmm. So I I did uh, ESPN's college football. I did ESPN's basketball, and I did uh, some of ESPN's uh, uh, Thursday night football stuff. That's cool. Yeah, thank God for voiceover work, man. I I know, man. Of actors busy during the pandemic. Plus, you can just be wearing your boxers or your PJs. You yeah, know, man. You can do whatever the f you want. <laughs> you whatever get you want to do, man. Yeah, you can just do it and then pays damn well too. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just did one with uh, a show, a TV show, well, not TV, it's a movie with Jamie Fox and uh, John Boyega. Yes. Called the oh, Clone cool. Tyrone. Okay. Uh, it was just ADR work, but it's like you said, it's crazy money when you you know you think about it you, yes. you know, like, y'all gonna give me what for 30 minutes right okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is wonderful man yeah. okay so so lots of stuff man james uh this is amazing so glad we got you back because uh soldados or zombies is gonna be dope dropping on um amazon on august 6th queen pins uh if you could tell me the release date September. of Queen Pins. September, September. I it's September. September 1st or 2nd week in September. I think it's the 10th, actually, but uh, I don't <sighs> want to misguide. I know it's not right after Labor Day, but I think it's the 10th. And, of the course, 10th. Liza On Demand also in September. So you got some stuff coming out soon, and uh, we appreciate uh, you talking with me, uh, Al Soto, here on Below the Belt Show. And for good measure, if we could, before we let you go, let us know who you are. Throw out a plug for Soldados and Queen Pins. Let us know you're on Below the Belt show. Throw out a catchphrase, a rap, <laughs> or anything you want to do. Yeah, yeah, a scream. 
man you can follow me on uh, the gram at james moses black underscore uh if you're 50 and over you can find me on facebook uh if you use tiktok it just ain't gonna happen you ain't gonna see me on tiktok uh so those are the three platforms that i use a lot and uh i i appreciate you bringing me on below the belt al i really do man uh, you ask some great questions uh, uh, I, I just enjoy interviewing with you, man. You, you got your stuff together, man. So have me back when it's uh, appropriate. Appreciate it. But what I had in mind, James, is to say who you are. Uh, let oh. us know uh, you're going to be on Soldados and Zombies and okay. Queen Pins. Let us know I'm on Below the Belt. Kind of like a station ID thing. Like you oh, did. okay, okay. That's okay. what I had in mind. You know, I'm a DJ. That's what you got to tell me, bro. Oh, okay, okay I got to say the words. <laughs> okay, so whenever you're ready. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Hey, it's James Moses Black. I am sitting here with Al Soto on Below the Belt, and this is one of the greatest interviews I've ever had. Coming up, uh, I'll be on Soldados versus Zombies. Yes, all zombies. Uh, a show on Amazon Prime on August 6th. I also got something called Queen Pens with my man uh, uh, Joe McKenna. Uh, what's the guy's name? Vince Vaughn, Kristen Bell. Uh, it's a great show. It's a, it, That comes out in uh, September as well. And then you can catch me anytime on the A train. Anytime. You can catch me on the train all the time. I'm on the train anytime to L.A. L.A. Metro. You can catch me on the L.A. Metro. I ain't got no call. But uh, uh, I, I, I appreciate Al on the show, man. Keep up with me, and uh, I'll be back soon. This is all James right. Moses Black, Below the Belt. Yes! My man. All that was right. dope, James. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. Have a good rest it, of the buddy. afternoon, my man. All right, man. Talk to you soon. All right, peace.